where two or three are gathered in your name, you are right here. This is our faith in you, that you are here, and therefore no one would encounter any evil in the name of Jesus. We pray that our hearts and minds will be open to your word so that we shall be on the alert for you. Thank you for utterance and thank you for unction. In Jesus' name we pray. And everyone said, All right, let's look at Luke chapter 21, verse number 34 to 36. Luke 21, 34 to 36. Jesus had spoken this to his disciples. And he said, But take heed to yourselves, lest your heart be overweighed down with carousing and drunkenness and cares of this life. And that day comes on you unexpectedly, for it will come as a snare on all those who dwell on the face of the whole earth. Watch therefore and pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things that will come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. Amen. How many of us this week, I think to be precise on Wednesday, experienced the earthquake? If I can see by hand. You felt it. You knew something had happened. All right. Thank you very much. Um, Sometimes some of these things are happening just as a way of reminding us on the calendar of God what He is doing and at the same time establishing the day in which you live. This morning, the scripture that we have read, Jesus is only reminding us that that day will surely come. Praise the Lord. You would observe that no, there were no predictions that it would happen on that night. And when I first felt it, I was lying on the bed and I had left, it was Wednesday and I have left my phone in, in the house, in the office and I was tired and my wife decided to pick it up for me. So when she came, I said, did you feel, he said, we were driving. And just when I said that to her and then that another one occurred and she shouted. But the point I want to make is I pray that we will become believers of the word of God. Praise the Lord. Jesus had spoken to his disciples concerning the day in which we live. And I believe he's saying the same thing to us. When he said, but take heed to yourselves. I'm speaking under the subject how can I be counted worthy to escape? How can I be counted worthy to escape? 
had spoken to his disciples and take heed to yourself lest your heart be weighed down with carousing, drunkenness, curse of this life, and that day comes on you unexpectedly or unaware. Brethren, everything else is already telling us that that day is surely coming. And like I said, last Wednesday was just a, another reminder of the fact that this place is not a permanent place. And on God's agenda, what he wants for us is to be saved unto eternity. Praise the Lord. But you will observe that in speaking, he was much concerned about our state and he was cautioning how we cannot take things carelessly or take things lightly when he spoke and said maybe you may not be drinking maybe you may not be carousing partying and all of that but Maybe what nobody else knows is what is weighing your heart down. Maybe you are so caught up with your plans, your investment, your money, <laughs> your plans, your preparation for the future, the earthly future, I mean. Jesus says, what is important is take heed. Praise the Lord. The Wednesday's experience um, has taught me and reminded me of what could happen. And it's happened all of a sudden. And then another one hit, and another one three, all of a sudden. I kite. Then I said, what else can I give my heart to? So a Bible is telling us that we should make sure that our hearts are not overweight. Brother, I don't know how best I can put it, but I want to say that nothing is important anymore. Praise the Lord. We've seen nations were at the best of their economic levels. Within a shortest possible time, they have been reduced to nothing. I was talking to UK. I was talking to somebody in UK in the course of the difficulties. I remember what he said. He said, "Can you imagine that UK you can't get toilet through to buy?" That was the hot when the thing happened, and I said that. Well, it is only Africa that they think that everything is possible. But they have come to see that everything is possible also in the world. Even in the developed countries. But my concern this morning is what Jesus said. The, especially the unaware bit of it. The unexpected bit of it. The time that it can take every one of us by surprise. 
Therefore he goes further to say, For it will come as a snare on all those who dwell on the face of the whole earth. Watch therefore, pray always, that you may be counted worthy. That you may be counted worthy. Brother, if you are not counted worthy, and honestly, even if you are counted worthy and there is no alertness in the sense of watchfulness, it is still very dangerous. You remember that in the, in, 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 I think in Matthew chapter 25, there were ten virgins who had specific agenda. They were to meet the bride. Ten virgins. It tells me that the fact that they've been declared ten virgins is that they are Christians, believers. There was nothing wrong with them. But then the Bible says that five of them, unfortunately, were declared foolish. In other words, they were not aware. They were not ready. They were not on the alertness. And they missed that which they were looking forward to. And that has actually been my very much concern. I've come to the conclusion that as much as you want to live a good Christian life, that you can pride yourself about it, that's not a matter. But at the time that the day of the Lord and the hour of the Lord would occur, what will be your state? That is the critical thing that we need to think about. Because you will see that these ten virgins have done everything right. Except for the fact that five of them were not alert to the could happen even now. And so, it is important that this question of being counted worthy, considered carefully, because we need to do that. Jesus was already indicating some of the things that could easily make your heart weigh down. The curse of life. The plans of men. Now look at that. I mean, I'm trying to relate what has been happening in the world and our lives and businesses collapsing and many, 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 many people not receiving salaries and different, different things just trying to tell us that don't know how many of us took time to watch the time that we were asked to stay at home, the lockdown. You will notice that the best clothes you had were the t-shirts that you wore in the house. Car didn't matter. No matter what you had, it didn't matter. These are all signs to us that we need to stay up and be alert because something can happen now. Praise the Lord. But for Jesus, the critical thing for us that he emphasizes this, watchfulness, of course, watchfulness and prayer. And I say, you see, as for being caught, it's, it's, let me tell you, let me put it this way. If those thieves and the murderers who were hanging on the cross, who were hanging there because of their sins, one of them could within the second have his destiny change. It is enough indication that 
the atmosphere in which you will be found when he appears is very important. Praise the Lord. Because that would determine, you know, there is no credit on that day. You will not be extended. And I pray that every believer would understand that your credit is when you will be caught in that. Hallelujah. If you have even lived your whole life very good, and at that particular time you are caught in a worthy manner, you will not be able to escape. And that is, for me, the very critical thing that I would want us this morning, within the shortest time that we have here, we ought to consider. We cannot live the Christian, how, the Christian life the way we have perceived it. We actually need to live it the way Jesus has said so. Hallelujah. Because he said that. Watch therefore and pray always. May I encourage that the family altars we have set. Let's do everything to maintain it. Now, even now here, I am so restricted that as God has even given me the grace to take us through the scriptures, I cannot do very much because I'm limited 35, 40 minutes. What can I do? It's so limited. But in your homes, I encourage that, please, let's press on. Hallelujah. Let's have time with our families before the Lord in prayer. If we are still giving up, May I say, don't give up. You and your wife and your children. The study of the word of God. I mean, probably because it has not become a lifestyle, you may find it difficult, but break every protocol and let it be an establishment of your family. Amen. Because it will be so great to be sitting at the feet of the master, reasoning, on his word when he shall appear. Hallelujah. And so, having done all to be able to stand, when Jesus has spoken this, and when he was lifted up and gone physically, he was, he's still not here, but spiritually he's very much alive here on the earth. And the Holy Spirit, through the dear brethren such as Paul spoke also about this same thing. He went a bit detailed. The Holy Spirit gave much insight. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse number 1, let's see how much we can cover in this. The scripture says, But concerning the times and the seasons, brethren, you have no need that I should write to you. For you yourselves know perfectly well that the day of the Lord comes so as a thief in the night. For when they say peace and safety, and then sudden destruction come upon them. As a labor pans upon a pregnant woman, and they shall not escape. But you, brethren, are not in darkness. And I pray that none of us will be caught in darkness in the name of Jesus. So that this day should overtake you as a thief. You are all sons of light and sons of the day. 
We are not of the night nor of darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as though as others do, but let us watch and be sober. For those who sleep, sleep at night, and those who get drunk are drunk at night. But let us who are of the day be sober, once again, putting on the breastplate of faith and of love, and as a helmet, as a helmet the hope of salvation. For God did not appoint us to wrath, but to obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us. And whether we awake or sleep, we shall live together with him. Praise the Lord. And finally, he says that, Therefore, comfort, comfort each other and edify one another, just as we are doing right now. We want you to know there is a day coming. Praise the Lord. You know, it is very easy in the day in which we live to switch to talking about different things than to talk about such things that he says that we should comfort one another and build up and edify one another on this. Many, many things happening are already indicating to us that something is about happening. And I was much concerned when he says that, but concerning the times and the seasons, brethren, no need that I should write to you. For yourselves you know perfectly that the day of the Lord so comes as a thief in the night. The Lord was establishing so strongly that it should be an embodiment of your style, your style, your way of living. You, you are walking cautiously and saying to yourself that something could happen to me now with the appearance of Jesus. He wants us to get it so deep. So because of that, he says that, Honestly, for you people, there is no need. The reason is that you are sons of light. You are sons of the day. There shouldn't actually be any misunderstanding in our minds. There should not be anything about, um, well, we have time or we don't have time. Because you see, the happenings of the times that where he spoke about in Matthew 24, not all of them are happening in Ghana. Some may be happening at other places that we may not be aware of. And then others may also be happening, like we had on Wednesday, the earthquake. But we also know that earthquake had happening in so many places, correct? And not a few months ago, many years now. Rumors of war, misunderstandings. All of these are happening all over the world. There is such a harvest even in China. There is such a harvest as um, Iran. There is such a great harvest. People are believing these are happening. It's an indication that the day of the Lord is actually coming. So there is no need, he said, to tell you. In other words, I pray that this morning you will get it so established. You and I will get it so digged up in our hearts, rooted so deep that anything could happen. You know, because on Wednesday night I was not actually expecting that anything could happen. It was shock. And just as when I 
I felt like, ah, does anybody know this? Then I saw one of my sons walking from his room, frantically, coming and say, did you? And I said, I was coming out of my room to tell you, did you experience that? Papa Kun was so, and so Linda had to even laugh at him. He said, Papa Kun, you're afraid. Of course, he has to be afraid. If it was Jesus, we don't know how many of us would have been left behind. Praise the Lord. But the issue is that it will happen. And so, when our brother was speaking to us, for me, these are the important things that we need to get it so rooted in our lives. But I love what he says in the verse number 3. For when they say peace and safety, then certain destruction come upon them as liver pans upon a pregnant woman, and they shall not escape. I mean, if we see the events of the day, I don't know, but you see nations that were doing very tremendously well that they could talk about within a split second. Everybody has been reduced to no peace, no safety anymore in, the, in their economies. And this is to tell us that there are things we need to give our hearts and minds to. I don't know about how you're taking your Christianity. I never thought that I would be experiencing something like this. Though I have read things from the Bible, but I never thought that in my day, a time will come when things will be so vivid like this. I never thought. But it has happened to me. And not me alone, but it has Many more will be happening. Brother, I pray that you will be a very good Christian. And even as you are a good Christian, be on the alert. Hallelujah. And so the Bible says that the peace and the safety that people thought they had, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, sudden destruction had come to sweep it off. And it has been swept away. But then he says that, and they shall not escape. And did you notice that none of us, I mean in the house, when I was thinking about this earthquake, the tremor, the earth tremor and all of that, I said, this thing is really an indication of what Jesus would do. Because you see, none of us, some of us were walking into our room, some of us were lying down, some of us were sitting in the hall. I mean, some of them probably were watching something they were so glued to. Some of them were just taking the cup, just about sipping, and then all of that. And so it tells us that it is important that we become mindful of this our Christianity and make sure that it does not slip from us. But then he goes further to say, but you brethren are not in darkness so that the day should overtake you as a thief. You are the sons of the light, uh, you are the sons of light and sons of day. We are not of the night nor of darkness. The verse number six is the matter. He says that, therefore let us not sleep as others do, but let us watch and be sober. Praise the Lord. If ever there was a time to be humble, if ever there was a time to be Alert to say what next. I think this is the time. When I even look at our own Christian lives. 
with all of these unfolding things of God, when I look at even our attitude, our own attitude, hey, we must watch and pray. We just have to be so much on the alert that everything even around us is still preaching the gospel to us that we are, our salvation is nearer than we first believed. Praise the Lord. Therefore, let us not sleep as others to do. But let us watch and be sober. We need to be so humble. Now, I tell you, one of the things I can say about soberness is that soberness leads to a quick repentance. Praise the Lord. Soberness makes you, as soon as there's an indication by the Spirit of the Lord, something that you have said, that's not right. Soberness does not allow you to harden up at all. You quickly give in. Soberness makes you always stay alert to say, it could happen now. For those who sleep, they sleep at night. And those who get drunk, they get drunk at night. But let us, who are of the day, be sober. He is still emphasizing that those Christians ought to be sober. We need to be so on the alert, being so sober and alert that, ha! I mean, assuming that if this earth tremble that we had, the earthquake that we had, if it was actually the coming of the Lord, You just take your mind back for those of us who were experienced it and knew it. Assuming if that was it. And then think about what state were you in. And so I really, really pray that we will take this matter so seriously. Because time is not on our side. We must also learn when these things happen, this is the best time to continue to be a disciple, to continue to be sober, to continue never to take anything for granted because it will sure happen. It is time to have faith. The whole world has been injected with fear. It's time to have faith. Trust in the Lord that He is with you. Trust that He is good. Trust that He is able to block people from attacking you. Trust that the Lord is able to keep you. And just rely on Him continually. The helmet of salvation must just be on. Rejoicing in our salvation. I believe, I just believe, Jesus died for us that whether we wake or we sleep, we should live together with him. Praise the Lord. You know, one of the things I see Satan is fighting to get us off to forget is this sort of truth having to get each one of us to be on the alert. I think that it is more important than anything else the state in which 
if my master were to appear, how he would find me. It should be the most talked about matter. It should be the issue for us. Because after many years of serving the Lord, can you imagine? <laughs> and then it happened like the Wednesday night. Only for you to discover that I am here. Say, then, no, 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 no. In fact, even if you said, no, 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 Lord, wait, wait, wait. What have you done? It would have been too late. And so I want to plead. Nothing matters anymore. As, as I can see. Because of that in Revelation chapter 3, verse number 3. One of the messages to the churches, but very emphatic statement that was made by John, uh, by the Lord. Is, 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 is this statement here. Jesus said, John wrote it, but Jesus said, Remember, therefore, how you have received. Do you know that what we are doing right now, we are receiving? But I plead that you will not forget from here. Amen. Remember how you have received. Remember, therefore, how you have received and had. Hold fast and repent. Therefore, if you will not watch, I will come upon you as a thief. And you will not know what hour I will come upon you. And this one, the Lord was talking to his saints. So it is not one safe guarantee that you would escape. The responsibility of being alert and watchful and having in mind that it could happen is something that is very dear to the Lord. Because he does not want any of us to miss that great opportunity. Therefore this morning, brethren, times have changed. Whenever I'm handling the word of God like this, you don't have any idea the pressure. How much by the grace of God he has given to me to share but I look at the time, the time pressure alone will just make you feel so, what, which one shall I say? Except the Spirit of God helps you. So you see that the times are not friendly to anything. I still can remember that Apostle Paul in his days could stand, one night can preach the whole night until somebody fell kutukum. And then he stopped and then said his life is in him and he got up. I still could see Jesus when he would have much time with his disciples. Three days on the desert. Today, where is that anymore? The best I had is 40 minutes, 30 minutes. Of course, when we are in the lockdown, 50 minutes. Brethren. Everything else is telling us that. No. But what is important? Jesus himself said, 
this is the important thing. He, your sister has chosen that. The word of God which is important. Now we are preaching to you and honestly it has to take the grace of God to deliver because there is so much you can say but you don't have the time to say. So time is not on our side. Therefore, if he says that, remember, all the things that we are receiving, may I say, remember, praise the Lord. Never forget. As I'm searching through the scriptures, as I'm studying, as I'm praying, constantly I'm asking myself, what is really relevant? And, and as you walk along with the Holy Spirit, may I say this to us? I come to a close. Brethren, there are certain things that are not important. People are preaching on them, but they are not important. Can you imagine being taught about relevant things that, that makes the flesh become arrogant? Only to miss your eternal blessing. Things are not important. Things that we think they are important are not important anymore. I look now, look at that. I mean, all of my beautiful brethren, sometimes I'm standing at this place and I'm wondering, who is this? Our face has been plastered. And until you come very close, last two Sundays ago when we started, I remember very well that Winnie has told me that, Daddy, this is my son, this is my birthday, and then I will you come to church. And I thank God that my birthday has happened on the day that the church has opened, so I will be prayed for. And so I remember that I had that in my heart, and then I said, who has, you know, who else needs to be prayed for on, 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 the, on the occasion? She stood up, and I did not recognize her until church was over. Everything else is changing. And so, brethren... I want to say in this closing time, don't let things that are not important be important in your life. Let that which is important that will cause you to be on the alert, if the Son of Man were to appear like the earthquake we experience, you are ready. For me, that is more the things we need to give our heart to. So, quickly, watch. Pray, be sober, be vigilant, keep asking yourself, are you here? And I believe that with that in mind, when it sounds, his appearance shuts in, you will be found. So I come to a close. Can you imagine having lived all your life in alertness and then you let loose only one time? Not even one time, only five seconds. And that within the five seconds he appears. What else could you say? So this morning, I say to you, dear brother, how can you be counted worthy to escape? Be on the alert. Because it will happen. Be prayerful. Be sober. Be vigilant. Don't let things weigh your heart down. The case of the things that you think you need, they are irrelevant. God has given us practical examples.
when the lockdown came, every one of us saw that all the things that we cherished were nothing. With this, be on the alert. In Jesus' name, amen. We, we will pray. Heavenly Father, we can only appeal to you that as much as you have instructed us to be on the alert, because you are our Father, can say, pinch us if the flesh is taking too much control to blind us. Pinch us that we may rebuke the, f- the flesh and bring him under subjection. Thank you for the reminder that we, sh- we need to be mindful of being counted worthy to escape. Please help us. And I humbly ask that this will never be forgotten by anybody. Let it remain as a well in us, helping us to press on in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, if you are celebrating.